From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, August 17th. Elaine Gisler is moving on from Grand County. The head of Moab's Travel Council and Grand County's Economic Development Department is pursuing a similar position, this time in San Juan County. Over the last six years in the Moab area, Gisler secured over $1 million in state funding and matching grants to support local businesses and tourism development. In an interview with KZMU reporter Ashley Bunton, she describes a turning point that made her office spend more time on promoting responsible recreation. For podcast listeners, we have the full interview. Here's Ashley and Elaine starting off by looking back on her time with Grand County. Hi, Elaine. Hi, Ashley. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, You've been working on a new campaign Um, Well, maybe it's not new, but it's called the Do It Like a Local Campaign. Mm -hmm. And do you want to say when that began? Sure. I worked with the University of Utah and the students for that semester in the fall of 2018 uh, crafted uh, uh, sort of a a program. They did a survey uh, for the county. 405 people responded. It was a Facebook survey which was a really good cross-section for our area. But out of that morphed um, this program, Do It Like a Moab Local. And I worked with Love Communications, that is our media company of record, to sort of pull this program together. So we started in 2018 in the fall. We actually created a website, a collateral, uh, all types of marketing materials. uh, And we launched the program in the spring of 2019. And we kind of launched it um, in conjunction with Moab City's sustainability program because our website, the Do It Like a Local website, was more toward educating the visitor before they arrive in Moab. And we wanted to make sure that they knew all of the amazing things that we had happening in our little community. So even though we're small, we're mighty. And we focus on sustainability, and we really wanted to take this website and make that the go-to website. And it's interactive now, so people can go there, and they can actually click on a chat box and ask questions. Yes. And there's actually a live person who goes and checks those messages now, so that if people who have never been here before have a specific question they can get an answer yes and we just launched that uh, a few months ago and I have to say that we've already seen a lot of activity and I think you know I always try to have a vision a vision of how we can I can sort of stay ahead of the curve and they're you know looking at the um, to, to say where are we going on vacation well let's go see the national parks and they may look at arches and canyon lands and have questions there's no one at the office to answer but if they go on and you know put in the chat um, and we do have a person that will be able to respond to them uh, you know maybe in the morning but they won't have to wait till someone calls them so we want to try to make you know educating the visitor before they arrive in Moab uh, or Grand County is our primary concern we want to and we've been working on that for several years Mm-hmm. And in 2018, I was um, a newspaper editor here in Moab, so I kind of saw you behind the scenes at a lot of public meetings, sort of presenting to different councils, all of these different plans, ways to engage with the community, and I've sort of just enjoyed seeing that process of change, mm-hmm. because here everything is changing. 
Um, and um, I did want to ask, like, for people who have never been to Moab before, and this is their first adventure, and maybe they're sitting in their hotel, and they're excited because the next morning they're going to wake up and they're going to go to the park and they're just so excited like what are some of those key takeaways from the do it like a local campaign that they need to know well we really want to get the message out that you really need to stay on the trails that have been designed so that we're not walking on you know uh, we're not walking outside of those trails to protect the plants and the and the crust and everything that's there and so many people just you know we'll start on a trail and then venture off uh, on either side or out you know it doesn't matter if you're walking if you're hiking if you're biking if you're riding a UTV a Jeep uh, stay on the trail I mean that is the way that's why the trail has been designed so we don't destroy all the nature that we have around us because you know we live in such a special place we can't recreate what we have it's here and we have to preserve it and protect it uh, and and we need people that come here before they arrive here to understand we want them to recreate responsibly because we love it here that's why we live here and we we want to protect it so that we have this for generations to come that we'll be able to come and visit um, our amazing area. Mm -hmm. You know, when I'm out, I've been um, in Devil's Campground at Arches, uh, clear in the back of the park on primitive trails. Mm -hmm. And I almost every time that I'm there, I have at least one person or a couple people stop me and ask for directions. And they'll ask, well, how far to the parking lot? And which way goes back mm -hmm. and I always take at least like two maps with me there's a backcountry arches yep. map there's a regular map that the mm -hmm. park gives you at the gate or at the visitor center when you go in uh, I've also gone to the information center in downtown Moab and picked up other maps so I have um, those resources with me so that I'm not getting lost even though I'm a local and I think I know the trails I just want to be safe um, and I just want to mention like another great place that has a lot of maps that have been really useful to me as a local is um, Gearheads. Uh, they have a lot of yes. outdoor um, yes. outdoor supplies. I mean, you know, water bottles. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that everybody thinks of bringing water. Um, is that something else? Oh, yes. that And we've tried to convey that. Um, and actually, our we have the video that our local David Stewart did. We, we produced that in 2018. Again, we were way ahead. Uh, of our time and uh, the video talks about that and I think if everybody went to YouTube and, and saw that watched that video it, it's kind of fun but we didn't want to be in your face kind of a video but really to talk to people about taking enough water and cleaning up your campsite and you know staying on the trail and I think um, I think people just wearing sunscreen how many people because the sun can be very harsh you know to an individual here mm -hmm. so we we've really tried to get out all of that messaging and we have a lot of that messaging on both of our websites and one thing I would say we we did design both of our websites so that they're uh, you know you can bring them up on your phone on your mobile phone and be able to download it and have it with you. We have maps on there. We have a lot of content that we have put up on Do It Like a Moab Local as well as the uh, Discover Moab website. So we have uh, over 3 million people that come to the Discover Moab website 
and we have no advertising on that website so it's really just to informational and inspirational and uh, same thing with the, the Do It Like a Moab Local. With the Do It Like a Local campaign that came out in 2019, you know, we, we just headed right into that global pandemic in early 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, has that had an impact on what tourism and sustainability has looked like here? I think for us, we took that website along with Discover Moab, and during the pandemic, we put up all of the information about um, the community about mask mandates. My office coordinated, and we put um, hand-washing stations at, at, I think it was 17 prominent places uh, in, in the city. We did that because we realized people needed to sanitize and wash their hands. Anything to do with COVID, you know, what our regulations were, if you had to have a mask. We actually monitored, I personally monitored um, during the the months that we were closed, uh, all of the complaints that came in about, because at that time we were only allowing essential workers, uh, fatigued travelers or owners of residences. And I, I had about 70 different complaints that were filed, which I investigated to find out who owned the property and where the people were coming from because we were really concerned. We wanted to keep the community safe. So the Do It Like a Local website really focused on that. We also worked at um, letting people know, whether it's visitors or um, uh, residents know, about businesses that were offering takeout, a delivery. I remember that website because I used it. And I remember one of my favorite restaurants, Thai food. Yeah. Um, for a while there, they were offering your choice of um, free toilet paper uh, when you placed a to-go order. Um, or it was free toilet paper, and then there was another option. But I definitely took the free toilet paper um, because, um, well, one, I had never been offered free toilet paper <laughs> at any other time in my life uh, for picking up to-go food. Uh, but that was how I found that was through that website because I didn't know what was open. Sure. Um, so yeah, I remember remember that being a big help um, too. Um, and then sort of at the same time, the logos for the Travel Council have this new edition, and it says protect and preserve. Yes. Is that right? Yes. And yes. I wanted to ask, like, you know, how do you how do we define protect and preserve for Moab and in this area? And I think um, we've gone through a couple of different iterations, but we we changed all of our um, the logos to incorporate that messaging of preserving and protecting. Uh, we changed the billboards on I-70. We have three billboards: one in Fruta and two at Crescent Junction East and West. And if you look at those billboards, you're going to see the messaging now is completely different from what we had in 2019 because we changed those over last year. So I think uh, we also added billboards north and south of town to tell people to stay on the trail and, you know, really getting that message up. I know. So you're at the Grand County Economic Development Department, Mm -hmm. and that department is handling a couple different things. One of those is tourism, Mm -hmm. but another is diversifying the local economy. And I just wondered, you know, what's new on that forefront of diversifying the economy and and what's something you've been working on? Well, we're trying to look at um, what we can do to help go from such an you know a huge huge tourism revenue driver with with hospitality uh, and and move it to where we might be able to bring in uh, which businesses or companies that could 
could be the right sector for our community. Um, however, I think uh, right now uh, I know our new planning and zoning director because the zoning also needs to be looked at. He's working on a new a general plan and a strategic plan for Grand County and I think there's going to be a lot of positive uh, you know information coming up out of that he's doing a lot of community engagement as I leave Grand County because I am departing for San Juan County on the 23rd of August I'll be the economic development director and tourism uh, visitor services director for San Juan County I'm very excited to head to that position there uh, and I because they have a rich history and culture down there they're diverse there's a lot of diversity in in San Juan County and I'm thrilled that I'm going to be able to work uh, with those individual communities of Monticello, Blanding and Bluff and Mexican Hat work with the Navajo Nation uh, you know my goal is to to leave a legacy wherever I'm wherever I'm working and to make it better and really help uh, the community as best I can so I, I really am anxious to work with all the individuals down in San Juan County so you are leaving the Moab area um, or you're gonna stay are you commuting to San Juan County well San Juan County has been uh, very gracious they've rolled out the red carpet for me and they um, they've been asking me for about six months to come down there and finally I decided that it was something um, that I, I I needed to do. Who's uh, um, who's they or who's in San Juan County that you've um, been in contact with? The uh, commission. Well, Natalie, Natalie Randall, who had the position, uh, and she's now the director for the UTA Utah Tourism Industry Association. She had called me when she took that position and asked me if I would be interested in coming down to San Juan County. And then I talked to the commissioner. Uh, uh, had called me and and so did their um, the council uh, commissioner administrator. Um, they've all been talking to me for months. Um, but I finally made the decision just recently after having conversation and visiting down there and just really seeing how how you know I can help with their economic uh, diversification, business retention, expansion, working with the businesses, working with the university to help train people. Uh, remote work. They're putting in actually uh, remote workspace uh, in Monticello and in Blanding. So I see a lot of opportunity. There's a great agricultural um, uh, mission down there. They they really are into agriculture and I, I love that they have county fairs. They've got the Bluff International Balloon Festival. Uh, so they've got rodeos and of course what could be more um, what could be more incredible than Monument Valley? Uh, it's such an iconic place uh, that uh, I think is um, so beautiful. So I'm hoping to go down there and help with education. Again, continuing my quest to educate visitors because I think we need to continue to do that and work on uh, economic development for San Juan County. So that has been talked about uh, recently in the news is uh, just the um, big amount, the number of people who have been visiting San Juan County, um, you know, as um, places like Monument Valley reopen uh, to visitors slowly uh, through the pandemic. Um, so one place that has seen more visitors uh, is obviously the Bears Ears National Monument. Yes. Um, more people are going there. 
Um, have you talked about that at all? or No, what do you... I, I have not, and I'm anxious to go uh, down because the um, I know that you know the, the Secretary of the Interior visited there. So once I get down there and be able to learn, and actually I'm going to hold uh, for each community, I'm going to have a listen and learn. I'm going to go into each community. I'm going to meet with the principals of the community and the locals. I'm gonna, we're going to set that up so that I can hear directly from the residents, from the leaders of the community, what they're looking for, what are their concerns, and how can I, how can, how can my office help them uh, to help move the community to where they want to be? And, you know, what are they looking for? Because it's really all about the local community and how we can help uh, them to have a better quality of life. And so as I transition into San Juan County, that's really what I want to help them to do. Mm-hmm. And what have you... Um what challenges have you overcome in Moab uh, in your time here that might translate well to San Juan County? Um, I think uh, listening, be, being a better listener, uh, and understanding, you know, the dynamics. We haven't educated our local citizens about the things that we're, we're really trying to do. Yeah. Um, so listening let's talk about mm-hmm. about listening um that's really interesting to me um going into each community in san juan county going in and listening getting the local mm-hmm. communities together like where do you where would you meet um kind of what are some of those details that you're looking I, at i think um and i don't have all the details planned out yet but i think it's important to find a location where we can meet with um, whether it would be morning and maybe we go into the community and we do a listen and learn in the morning and then we do one in the evening so people who are working that can't get there come um, because it's really important for me to hear from the the local community about where they want their community to go what they're looking for uh, what do we, you know, San Juan County doesn't, uh, isn't where where Grand County is, and and they've got a lot of room to grow. But you know what? To be able to grow in the right way before uh, a lot of the tourism uh, would would begin. So how do we plan for that? How do we, you know, how do we make things right? Because you have to make sure that the local community. Uh, is protected and that there are places for people to live and there are you know as we move the community forward you need revenue you need to build the revenue to come in but how is that impacting the local community what's right for the community and I think that's where we listen and learn and not everybody's going to agree on everything but how do we keep our children here you know how do we talk about the rich cultural history of the Navajo uh, and, and let the world know how amazing these, these individuals are, uh, whether it's music or food or co- whatever it is, but really explaining and how we have to take that and protect that uh, and educate people on, on you know, that culture. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to working with all the different uh, communities because they are different and what we can do to help those communities with economic development and and how we take a look at their current what's happening with tourism and they've done a great job down there so far with everything that natalie randall um you know who i'm following uh she did and she initiated but how i can continue that and how i can help to uh, to make things really more respectful for those individuals that live in that community uh, recently, it was announced that you're leaving Grand County and you're going to take a new position in San Juan County. And um, 
that was published um, in the local newspaper. This article that was published announcing your departure um, immediately kind of highlighted a meeting in 2018 for, is it the Moab Area Travel Advisory uh, it's Committee the Moab, meeting the, that was uh, in 2018? The Moab Area uh, Travel Council Tax Advisory Board meeting. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I was there in 2018. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, like the tourism has just been contentious with uh, some yes. percentage of people, you know, or some um, part of the local local population. So um, at that meeting in 2018, one of the, the vice chair of that council actually resigned afterwards because she made a comment that, um, you know, after she made it, um, the whole, the meeting ended. I mean, everybody abruptly left and she, um, you know, I'm kind of paraphrasing this, but she had said that, um, you know, I really don't like it when people say they're just doing their job Mm -hmm. because you know what, so were the Nazis. And so that sort of seemed to imply that the work you were doing to sort of um, shape the tourism messaging in Moab was somehow comparable to that, but my purpose of bringing that up isn't to rehash that. Mm-hmm. It's to just ask, like, how you have reflected on that since 2018, um, that particular moment. Well, it was very upsetting, first of all, because that was uh, a horrific time in our con- in, in history, in the world's history. Uh, and uh, you know, there are a lot of people that are very sensitive to what happened. Um, at that time, um, and and of course, you know, I'm aware. I've read a lot about it. I was always aware of what happened, and I think there was so much suffering and pain that I equate that with a really horrific uh, thing that happened to individuals. We wouldn't want any of that to happen to anyone. So when that comment was made, I was aghast because I I really questioned, and I I actually did leave the meeting. I was very upset that someone would say something that derogatory. And I, I got back to the office after the, left the meeting and went back to the office and I thought, why would she say something like that? Why would anyone make a comment like that? Uh, and she actually came over to apologize. And I said, do you, do you actually know what happened? Do you realize what they did to individuals? Are you aware of that? Why would you make that comment? And she said, just for sensationalism. And I said, well, I, I think that is unnecessary because that was such a horrific time in our in the world's history. Um, but I think, you know, what, what I was trying to convey is that the state code, there is a state code that is written and you have to spend so much, the county has to allocate so much to TRT spending and the TRT has to be spent in a certain way. And so, I can't just take the liberty of making up my own rules and saying, well, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. I have to actually live by that state code. Um, so after that comment was made, you said, you know, uh, we're following the law yes. and, in your role, yes. in your job. And you said, and by uh, the law, I mean the state law yes. or the, the law of the state of Utah. Um, and at that time, um, it says that a certain percentage of taxes raised from tourism Mm -hmm. are to be spent on promotional material, educational material, getting people to come and visit. Um, Has that law changed since 2018? It it did. It just changed this past um, spring. uh, And Grant County did have a lobbyist that went out uh, to the legislatures and they all negotiated. I wasn't involved in any of that. But yes, the percentage changed. And now 
the TRT, there's a, a percentage that does go to the Travel Council for Advertising and Marketing. And then there's a portion of it that now goes into um, diversification for economic development diversification. So the tax money that's generated from the TRT uh, and went, you know, be split up between the Travel Council, marketing and branding, and then uh, diversification of um, economic development. And in 2018, that option just wasn't oh, available. No, like it was just no. That just changed. This you past were really um, you were really set by the state yes. code, the state yes. law, and how that funding had to be spent. Exactly. And you were developing plans, and you were having these meetings with local leaders and officials, and you were getting a lot of public feedback. And you know, it sort of just kind of escalated to that point that you had that meeting that yeah. ended abruptly. You've had some time to reflect on on how, you know, that all sort of came together. And um, is there anything you would have changed about how um, that meeting went or anything you've thought of that maybe later you're like, ah, I, I should have said that? Or no, I don't think so. I, and I'm actually, you know, things happen for a reason. Uh, and I'm a firm believer of whatever that might be, and some people don't believe in that, but I do. Uh, and I think for me, it, it was, I really have to find a way to sort of transition the travel council into, to do something else, to, to have other messaging, because it's not about just the messaging about, oh, come to Moab and, you know, have a good time and do all of these things, but how we transitioned from marketing it, it that way to marketing it into sustainability and really educating the visitors. So, so actually, I wouldn't change anything because I think that made me realize, you know what, we definitely need to do something. And that was the turning point mm. in that. Mm -hmm. Okay. With that being said, where do you see yourself in like the next four or five years, um, you and you know, San Juan County, what do you see? Oh, wow. Um, um, I hope that, um, I hope that I can leave a legacy down there, a, a good one. And I hope I can help with uh, educating the visitors, continue to do that and educating the residents and really take the rich cultural history that they have down there and sort of bring that to the forefront. And then whatever happens, of course, with Bears Ears will be really important. Um, so I think I'm really looking forward to it. I'm very excited about this new opportunity for me uh, and the fact that they really wanted me to come down there and, and help them uh, and to work for them. Uh, I'm honored and I'm, I'm proud to, to be um, an employee uh, of San Juan County. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it's a pleasure to talk Thank to Thank you. Thanks for coming to KZMU Moab I and, love it. and sharing this with station. us. I love it. station. You all do such amazing work. And uh, I look forward to maybe having another conversation down the road to let you know what's happening. That sounds good. Wonderful. Thank you, Thank Elaine. you, Ashley. It was a pleasure being here. Elaine Gisler, the new Director of Economic Development and Tourism Visitor Services for San Juan County. Gisler is leaving a similar position in Grand County this week. She spoke to KZMU reporter Ashley Bunton over the weekend. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, August 17th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. 